we'll go ahead and begin the meeting at 4.01 p.m. Uh, it, let's start with just a roll call introduction. So we'll start at the very end. Hi, I'm Zach. Uh, hey, everybody. And yeah. <laughs> um, pleased to meet you. I am Zach Goldsmith. This is my third year on the senior I was thinking about this the other day. Third year on the board. I am the vice chair this year, and this is my third to last meeting. Oh. So. Okay. Yeah. I was like, it just like popped in my head the other day. I was like, wow. All right. I was just. Hello. Oh, okay. I'm Zach. I, got, I don't have much else. Gonna have to use your, you're gonna have to use your microphone. Oh, my microphone? So that they will be able to hear you in the public. Oh, there we go. Please make sure that you speak into your Was mic. Was it on? They're, they're all on. We just need to make sure that you guys speak into the mic so that people, especially if we have people who have hearing. Okay. Um, I'm Jeannie. <laughs> and this, I started, I'm taking somebody's place who had mm -hmm. to move on or yep. something. And I think my first meeting was May. Okay. But I don't know how long his term was. Um, we can look that up. It might have been another two years. I want to say it was another year at least. Year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Another year. We can find out. We can find out. Okay, Whatever. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> we'll let you know. <laughs> yes, I think it's through the end of next year you'll be yeah. appointed. Okay. I'm Linda Vogel. I am work, are serving as secretary now, and this is my second year. Okay. Angela McConville, um, this is my last year on this board. I'm uh, chair this year with, uh, yeah, Zach is vice chair with me and I look forward to someone else filling the seat. So get applications in people. Yeah, it seems like I'm gonna <laughs> have to vacancy, get a lot of applications. The vacancies have <laughs> yes, been, the, the vacancies are being advertised right now. Yes, so. yeah. I'm Lorraine Dorfman. I guess I'm the third one in this round who's who is expiring? I mean, my term is expiring. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Now, now, Ooh. now, now. Yeah. Ooh. Goodness, now. At the end of the year. So it sounds like uh, uh, there are three of us who yeah. are going to have to be yeah. replaced. Yeah. We're leaving it in really good hands, though. These yes, we are. Hi, I'm Paula Vaughn. Um, I think I've been on here about a year and a half. I came to one person in one meeting in person, and the rest have been Zoom. So, hello. <laughs> Latasha Deloach, Senior Center Coordinator, staff. Kristen Crumery, Operations Assistant, the Senior Center. Awesome. So, if everybody has been able to review the minutes that were in the packet for today, I would um, take any recommendations for changes or amendments to the minutes, or if we all agree that the minutes look good, I would accept a motion to approve. Awesome. That was close enough. I'll second. So motion to approve the minutes of August 19th, 2021. All right. Any second? I'll second. Awesome. Um, anybody oppose? Or, or I mean, everybody approve? Any? Yes. Yay. Okay. <laughs> We're actually in person. It's very awkward yeah. to do this. In, not over Zoom. We would just, you know, if anybody opposed, we would say something. But uh, anybody oppose? All right, minutes pass. Um, public discussion for items not on the agenda. Um, young lady, do you have anything to, that you would like to bring <laughs> She's forward? Not to paying the us no attention. <laughs> <laughs> I was just yeah. trying to tease her. Sorry, I have she teenagers. Won't hear a thing. 
She's got her earbuds in. Right. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> well, that's typical. Um, all right. Next item is operational overview. We have probably a lot to chat about today. Uh, a couple of things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I may inadvertently jump between building, update, and programming just because they're they're kind of connected, but I'll I try to separate them a little bit. Um, so our uh, budgets are due for the city tomorrow. So Kristen and I and the rest of the staff have been working on that, and so we have some different requests in that budget. One, I'm looking hopefully for one additional full time person here at the senior center because we really need one more additional full-time person that could really help us because I think we've only had three full-time people here outside of the coordinator position for many, 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 many years. And so um, we definitely are in need, especially as we are moving forward and um, the changes and the renovations that will happen here in the building will allow for more programming opportunities and uh, more funding needs, more more grants that need to be written, et cetera, and more marketing that needs to be done. So we have a request in for that. We're also requesting for a little bit of an increase um, for our work-study students so that they'll be able to uh, make the $15 an hour here when they're working. Right now, we currently have no work-study, so that's um, preventing us from doing any weekend and, and night hours, and so we're also requesting for a little bit of one or the other <laughs> to be able to have some of those hours taken care of. Um, uh, of course, we're always going to be looking for opportunities for technology. We were able, we were granted a, um, a close to $10,000 grant from um, a community foundation to help us with some of our technology needs to be able to continue to provide more hybrid opportunities for folks who are a little hesitant to come into the building. And so we want to be able to continue to work towards our goal of ending social isolation and also keeping people involved who have continued to be involved. Um, so we want to continue obviously working towards that vision that we have here. Um, as you notice, if you look around, the assembly room has been painted. I hope you all notice the difference. It definitely went from green to this lovely color. <laughs> Um, and we are grateful for it. It does make a difference and it kind of brightens the room up a little bit. So um, it, it looks better on most people. <laughs> the, the green didn't always go so well with, with everybody. So uh, this, this color seems to work a lot better. So we're very thankful to our custodial staff who took on the, on the charge of, of getting this done and did a wonderful job. So um, enjoying that. We have purchased, we are purchasing, is it called a sidestepper, Kristen? Size step. Size step. We're purchasing more equipment every year. We've been requesting to be able to update our equipment. Our cardio equipment goes out much faster than our uh, weight uh, system that we have, our, the Kaiser system that we have downstairs. So we are working to be able to um, update those every year to switch some out because the one we have down there is. Oh, I can't remember. I know it's probably over a decade old, so it's time to switch that out and, and get something new. So we had a couple different offers and found one that worked really well for us and worked well with the people that we serve here. So excited about that. We're looking into purchasing some um, new furniture downstairs for our new 
um, area that we have, um, our new reception area that we, you know, implemented this year. So definitely looking to get some furniture so folks who are waiting for rides, etc., have a comfortable place to be. Definitely looking into having more wipeable furniture, so vinyl uh, type of furniture. So it just kind of helps us during cold and flu season and the ongoing pandemic. <laughs> I. I think we're still in, but it seems like some people have forgotten, but um, that uh, we need to be able to wipe down furniture versus more cloth furniture, which is a little harder to kind of maintain on in a public setting. So we're doing some of that work. Um, and uh, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. Also letting you all know that if, if you are looking online, we do have our program guides translated now. They are translated into, I believe, Arabic and Spanish, I think are the two languages. Um, our hope is to add French. So um, we are developing currently a brochure pamphlet kind of thing that tells more about the Senior Center in multiple languages, including Chinese, Arabic, French, and Spanish. Um, and maybe one other language, I'm not sure, but that we'll be able to disseminate. So this is also why I'm requesting a, a, a um, in my new position, a, a person have some marketing experience because right now we're kind of stretched all over the place with all of us trying to do these marketing pieces. And so it'd be helpful to be able to kind of bring that into one role. Um, also, as well as needing a person who has some development background as we continue to look at estate planning and different things like that that will help us as we continue to try to um, provide revenue and and and, and uh, offset some of our expenses here at the senior center so um, that's where we are in reference to um, programming updates questions about any of that I know I speak kind of quickly but hopefully clearly enough that <laughs> um, I'm understandable thoughts feedback okay okay we can move good. on to building yeah sounds good to me okay <laughs> um uh, for the building update so i just want you all to be aware that currently in our um city um what we call cip which is our um capital improvement projects. We call it CIP for short. Um, we have about $1.9 million to assist us with the historical renovations that's necessary here for this building. Um, so we've been working really hard with a, a, lo a local um, architectural firm that's been meeting with us and talking with us and walking through the building and looking at all the places that nobody gets to go into the closets where the broom's hitting in the back kind of, kind of places to kind of do good assessments of the of the building and um, we have been able to kind of section out um, different parts of, of the building so we know there's always been a, a, a nice focus on the kitchen given that this um, given that the kitchen has never been operated by the senior center requires us to do some additional things that we didn't have to do before right so um that that was always uh, initially was a meals on wheels and and then it, it kind of went to default and it was just kind of being used for our, our congregate meals and now we're currently not doing con congregate meals just just the pandemic um and so um but there has been a desire amongst members and community members etc to uh get the kitchen 
up and going. And so as a director, um, I'm looking specifically at how is this helping us with programming? How does this potentially help us with revenue? What does it look like to be able to um, have um, the kitchen be able to be functioning as a catering kitchen or as a large events in this space for people to have access to that type of kitchen? And so, um, you know, how can we rent it out in other ways? And so that's what we're looking at. Yes, ma'am. I was just wondering, are they thinking about also using it like a, as a teaching? Yes, as a yes, as okay. a, the hope is for it to be a programming slash teaching slash catering kitchen, right? So we'll provide programming, teaching people about nu nutritional meals or learning how to bake fun cakes or, or whatever it might be, but it will be programming um, specifically for our population. And as you all know, a lot of our classes, even though they're here at the Senior Center, they're open to all ages if they're not member required. And also that our membership start to age 50. If you're 49 and a half, I'll give you a break. But, you know, but, it, it, you know, we will have plenty of opportunities for folks to be able to utilize that space. It's going to be limited, right? Because it's not like the kitchen is as big as this room. So, you know, we may be able to, with some social distancing, et cetera, be able to put two people at, a, at ends of a table to work on some projects, different things like that. But um, it will allow us to do some of those things but while also in early morning hours, maybe late evening, allowing for some, some catering opportunities for people who need to make large meals and open to the community to be able to rent as well. If you have a huge salsa garden that you you know you did this year and you really want to be able to uh, sell that we'll be able to have a, a commercial kitchen here that can be licensed that people can be able to get things I think it'd be a great way to um, assist with small businesses especially minority-owned businesses that have more food that we consider ethnic food and have opportunity to sell some things so it'd be a really great um, seed like seed uh, kitchen I guess that's what they kind of call it where you're able to do some of that so um, that's going to be pricey. <laughs> uh, we don't have the exact numbers. Um, we do know um, overall the project probably will run us between 10 to 15 million um, over five years, which a nice chunk of change <laughs> um and you know as a person receiving that number you go oh lord <laughs> um but the the beautiful thing is and we're, we're talking with the historic renovation folks who specializes that the building is in really really good shape it needs some work okay there hasn't been a major renovation at this building since it opened um, I'm not talking post office open, but as <laughs> it opened as a senior center. Um, so, you know, we're talking early, early, early 80s. Um, we just celebrated our 40th. So it's been about 40 years since we've had a major renovation here. And we've, we've it's been maintained well. It's been maintained really, 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 really well. Um, but there are some things, there's some immediate needs um, that's happening that a lot of this 1.9 is probably going to go to. And that's specifically looking at... Um, the outside of the building, right? We know when you come into the building, it needs a little TLC, right? <laughs> Especially those Lynn Street doors, which are our historic doors. Those need some waterproofing. And we know if you go up the stairs in the hallway here, it's a need of some waterproofing just because of some of the things that are going on. So it's going to take some of that. I, I could I could throw out the words parapets and enveloping, but like I realize the general public doesn't know because I barely knew some moments. I was like, what? Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> And so we, we have some, some things we need to do with some of the, uh, the stone
bones over time are starting to move and shift and so we need to you know repair some different things so a lot of that we have a, a responsibility as stewards good stewards of of a public building to make sure that that's maintained so those things will be probably the most immediate needs because we need to waterproof the building before we do any major things on the inside of the building so that the things that we end up putting in here doesn't get wet <laughs> so we will be working on some of those things um you know th some of the um other things that we're looking at um the building really needs some updated um, hvac and plumbing and el electric and different things we need led lights we you know we, we still are some of the few facilities here that are still using these older lights and it'll just be more efficient and it'll be better from a sustainability to be able to switch out our lights to have led lights instead of having uh, i forgot what these ones are called but they're fluorescence to switch from fluorescence to led lights it's better for eyes as well as we know we're working with older population and your eyes age trust me I'm, you know, I, I already got to go to the ophthalmologist. Like, I cannot read when I look down. <laughs> so it's time for probably some bifocals oh. or something. I'm like, no, but, you know, eyes age. And so we want to make sure we have the right lighting to be able to support folks who are in our lobbies and in different places that are reading. So we want to make sure that we're, we're taking care of that and the sustainability piece as well. Um, we are also requesting in, in our budget as well as we're going to be reaching out to friends to look at a feasibility study which will be able to help us to kind of figure out how much money do we think is out there that would support the senior center and these renovations right we know some of this is going to come from the city of course but we are going to need support from our members and from community members to help us to be able to do these renovations so a fundraising capital campaign is is is, is definitely on the horizons and so um we'll be looking into those things but you know, some of the things we need to think about as a commission is we can renovate this building. We can put $15 million and we don't know what that looks like with inflation over the years, right, into the building. But it's not going to address some of our primary concerns. So our primary concerns here is parking. What do we, you know, we can make this building jazzy, but if it's not going to allow people to come and park, what do we do? It's not going to address the fact that we are downtown and there are there is hesitancy sometimes amongst older adults to come downtown. It's not addressing those issues. So we can have this beautiful facility and then we can still have these barriers um, that are going to prevent people from coming into the doors. So I think at some point we need to have some discussion about what that means, um, what our commitment is. You know, if, if, with that, uh, that with that price tag, somebody was like, well, you could build a whole brand new building <laughs> for that amount. And that's true. Right. I think the average uh, I can't even remember how much a, a, a elementary school school costs but I think it's close to that amount and that's a brand new elementary school so um, so you know we just have to kind of think about that obviously we all love this building it is it, it's endured a lot the historical renovation being downtown etc there's so many positive things about being right here but you know there there is a conversation that that is had at some point and it and it doesn't have to be had if you know if our commission if you all are like nope this is where we are this is where we stay then there's no conversation that, that, that needs to be had but at some point we may reach out and try to do some type of assessment about 
about that. You know, what, is the, what does that look like? Um, do we renovate a place that has more parking or do we stay here and try to figure out the parking situation here? So you guys got, I know some of you guys are leaving, <laughs> but it's, it's going to be some work over the next couple of months or so because we haven't quite got to the design phase. Right now we're just in the, the master planning phase to look at what is the trajectory of this plan? What is the trajectory of this building? as the senior center so um you know I, t I, t I was talking to the architect i said now i need you giving me platinum prices now what does it look like if we go down to gold <laughs> or maybe the silver model <laughs> you know i'm like what can we just if we could dress it up and look cute but it don't have to be as expensive <laughs> like i need some alternatives <laughs> to these to to these numbers and so my hope is that when we get that plan that we'll be able to have that um and be able to go okay platinum is fantastic this is everything we want but like you know what are some things we can live with and not live with and see what that does to our price tag and that'll also help us have some more discussion but if you have questions comments and concerns throw them at me any answers i don't have i will try to get them to you well, i just had a, a comment um you mentioned hesitancy of older people to go downtown mm. um it may be that in part but i think a bigger problem is the lack of access to good parking yeah i mean here at four o'clock in the afternoon the mm -hmm. ramp is full well at 10 o'clock in the morning it's even worse mm -hmm. I mean, and try you know try to find a space downtown mm -hmm. so i think as long as that problem isn't resolved there's going to be an issue yeah with people coming here yeah and i wish i knew the mad you know had a magic bullet but yeah that we I, you know that that's my thing location, to everybody location. yeah that's my thing has always been like it's great but parking is a, since the moment i stepped in the door even when i had my welcome reception the first thing people complained about yeah. was parking and i was like i've been here 24 hours i don't i don't know the answer um and it's just been ongoing and right now with the ramp being half closed due to the the the, the needs over there you know you know i don't i don't know the answers right the parking doesn't belong to us we you know we run this building and we try to work with the parking transportation department and we have some suggestions some some parking ride suggestions and some different things like that that could potentially happen but everything we're going to come up with is going to be costly it, it, it doesn't matter it's going to be costly and so i don't we don't know the answer but i promise you parking never leaves the conversation in this building it is brought forth daily from people who are coming to the building whether they're coming for a meeting whether they're coming to work out a class etc to the staff going oh this parking like where am i going to park today who so. owns the um lot that's across the street i think that's owned the by bank the does. bank yeah and, and we have reached out to them and have got a very resounding no because <laughs> we've asked even for just one spot that we could reserve that could even be for appointments or something and it's just it's just you know and i understand it i mean that's a prime prime parking so you know they, they have partnerships with other restaurants well, but after what a certain I was thinking hours was, is it feasible it's probably not big enough to do it but what if that could be taken over whatever the city can do to put in a parking garage um i, I, it I can be huge I, but it would be yeah two-story or three-story gives you something yeah because the parking now is 
we've only been here a couple of years and this parking's gone downhill yeah yeah and, and there's lots of construction and the more construction it is the more construction people need to be in the parking ramp while they're doing construction downtown um you know i i don't know that whole situation i can obviously i can reach out i don't i don't i don't, I don't have an answer for that but um i know we have reached out at least for the parking lot that does currently exist and it, it's just well, it would, I mean, maybe there's something they could work out with the city. It'd be good for them. They'd have more parking over there also. Yeah, I definitely will um, make a note. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to get a note. But it was uh, yeah, crazy. you know, but, you know, you never know. And I think I think it might be for sale. I think I saw a for sale sign over there. Yeah. It's so always, it's been for sale for a long time. It's been for sale for a long time because I'm sure the, the price the, tag is yeah, not inexpensive. I was say, if a property looks like it's in a prime spot, it's going to be costly. And if yeah. if a government is looking at it and considering it, they're going to even raise the price more if they yeah. think that it's appealing to us. Yeah, it, that's why you. It, yeah. It's, yeah. it's do definitely everything in closed session when it requires. We should take care of us old people. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> so a cap. People have tons and tons and tons of money. Yeah. Well, we know they don't. <laughs> I know, but I'm just telling you. Yeah. <laughs> and the capital improvement projects program that mm -hmm. a city puts together is it covers five years. They so look ahead five years. Okay, what are our expenses? How can we plan for them in our upcoming budgets? How are we going to mm -hmm. prioritize projects? Well, we'll just push that off another year. If it's not on that five-year plan now, it probably it's hard to get it on. So you're looking at six years out or seven years out from where you're at if you do a request that's going to be expensive like that. Well, I think you're right. Yeah. In a couple months or so, we need to look at, and as much as I would hate to leave this building because I love the building, we might need to look at something that's more amenable where you can... Where would you go? Well, you gotta, well North Liberty. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that'll work so well. City, yeah, City though. of Iowa City well, wouldn't like it. You're not going to get the City of Iowa City to pay for it if it's yeah, not actually, within the confines I know one spot of Iowa City. would never put it in there is the one where everybody's raising a little bit of heck now is what the university owns that they're willing to put something on is, was that Park Road, Park, and Riverside? Sort of Riverside. It's up from Hancher. You got Hancher, then you go oh, street, okay, then you got that yeah. big I know what you're talking about green area. They probably have a heart attack if you did that over in the neighborhood, but it would be big enough. The rain what? could walk. That okay. thing's oh, getting massive. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we could walk there too. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the thing, right? We we have to have some discussion about it. You know, um, obviously, um, what's going to happen is is that the our architectural uh, organization will come and do a presentation to you all probably in December. Unfortunately, some of you all will also be partying after that, but they will be coming and then you all will need to make a recommendation to city council for them to also hear the presentation. And then we'll have to go through a process of probably gathering some information and really finding out, um, you know, are we going to stick it here or are we going to look for it? Because it's a heck of an investment. You know, it's an, you know, if it was just two, two or three million dollars, you know, but you know we're talking ten plus, um, and that is really to address a lot of like like. But I said that's the platinum price. Now I don't know what the gold price is. The gold price might be eight or nine. But I'm just saying, you know, platinum price is ten to fifteen for sure, um, and that's 
doing all the things that we hope this building could do, making things easier for people, looking at sight lines and, you know, all the things, right? New furniture, new flooring, that's looking at everything, new elevator over time, that kind of thing. So, um, and so, yeah, we don't, we don't really, I can't really tell you all of, of those numbers because sometimes those numbers spin around in my, my head <laughs> when I'm looking at them. But, um, but just, I just want to make you all aware. I don't, I don't feel like it should be a secret, but there is, is a presentation that'll come probably in December. And um, we, we, we're going to have to have some more conversation. I'm pretty sure some people have strong opinions either way. Um, but uh, as a coordinator, my goal is wherever we land, I'm going to push that agenda. You know, um, that's my responsibility to you all and to the public. Um, so either way, I told the staff, I'm like, I don't care either way. <laughs> the senior center has a job to do here in this community. And we need to find the best way that we can do that. The best way we can serve people um, because they they have worked and they deserve to be able to have access to their programs and access to the things that they want. And so I'm going to advocate for that, wherever that may be. If that's here, fine, we're going to be here. That's somewhere else, fine, I'll be over there too. Um, so it's going to be up to the commission to vote on that. So <laughs> maybe these, we should stay up. I, I don't know. I'm just no. saying the, the the voting is going to be more than minutes here um, we'll coming up soon. Well, in December, we'll get to hear the presentation. But I mean, yeah. you know, an, an interesting analogy is what happened when they opened IRL. You know, for, yeah. people really like going out there, even though maybe a little further, because they, they don't have the problem of where to put the car. Mm -hmm. You know, so even though University Hospital might be closer to where people live, mm -hmm. the fact that there's an alternative where they don't have it's to very popular about. right mm -hmm. so north liberty just went through this process so we hired an architectural firm to make a to lay out two options for us so the option would be to stay at city hall where it's at where we rent our facility we've been there for a few years it's not owned by us it's far away from the city center versus here we've got this parcel in the city center next to the police new police department you know, we weighed the pros and cons. We had the city council vote on it and they decided to then move us and build new, you know, on a different parcel that would have better access, walkability, all of that stuff that we were looking for. So, I mean, and the prices were actually very comparable. It's mm -hmm. just the, you know, you shouldn't have to renovate an entire, you know, a whole new building t for your growth in the future and all that stuff. It would have been better to start new and, clean and build to, for growth in a new mm -hmm. spot so yeah that would be the next step is getting this facilities plan in place which you're working on right now this mm -hmm. is what's going to cost to renovate renovate this place and then having them look at what it would cost to build new somewhere else and then weighing the pros and cons of that but i think location is going to be really important mm -hmm. because you know my seniors in north liberty aren't going to want to drive to the east side of iowa city either i mean they might not want to drive downtown but they're sure not going to drive 
50 minutes to get to a place to go mm-hmm. do something. So where where would be the right spot that's affordable and accessible and mm-hmm. central? And also as a, my background, city planning. So when you move something from the city center, you're losing something there too. It's mm-hmm. a dynamic, it's an energy, it's growth and, and investing in your you know, infrastructure in your, in, you know, inner, inner area. And so ecumenical tower people are going to lose that connection mm-hmm. too. So yeah, there's, there's lot, <laughs> there's, there's lot lots of weigh. pros and cons yeah. to, to either way. You know, it's like you could move and then you can have all the parking you want. So anybody can come in at any time or you can, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, there, there are so many pieces that honestly, yeah. I think that, you know, if parking wasn't an issue, I think people from all over the place Does would the senior come. center just to ha- have to have one center only? That's what I was going to say. What about the hub and spoke idea? So this yeah, is I mean, hub, we definitely build a new facility for just the fitness part somewhere else. And, you know, I don't yeah. know. Or Fitness seems to be the big driver for people who want to have parking. And it's the thing that brings people in and out and in and out and in and out and in mm-hmm. and out. And if the senior center built like the senior center fitness club for, Mm. yeah, right. Just popped in my head, but the senior center fitness club, and we just raised a little bit of money for that and built, bought a parcel of land somewhere centralized and built that and then took out that space in the basement and all that stuff that's in the basement now gets moved to there instead. And. I don't know. You might have to build a, a fee of a much reduced fee compared to what you would do to like go to North Dodge or some other place. But I don't yeah, know. We're, could, we're pretty reduced right now. For yeah, Forty dollars a year. <laughs> but, and know, even seventy five dollars a year. A year I mean, that's right? still it's, it's very you know, it's it's very nominal, less than five dollars a month. Or so. And have that, but make it some place that actually could get a parking. You could even find some place that already is built, you know, and we could just sublet it. And then turn it into that, you know, like a mini mall someplace. We could probably find some place over like on Riverside over by what used to be Paul's and stick it into that. Anything is possible. Oh, Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, I really like that idea, Zach. Um, Or is there an existing fitness club that would would be willing to, you know, accommodate seniors come at this time? Or what about the... Yeah, I don't know. It's called the athletic. Is it the athletic club? Athletic club got torn down. Yeah, it's closed. The it's gone. It's what? It's gone. The athletic club. They used to be. Well, I'm no. What I'm thinking about. It's on Dodge. And oh, no. oh, that athletic club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that's what that's called. Yes. I don't. Know, I wonder if they'd be amenable to it because I don't even know how many people go there. I think Lots. a couple of our neighbors do. Or Dodge Athletic Club. Yeah, it's pretty popular. There are a lot of fitness centers that I would think thinking outside the box here instead of it being one spot for all the seniors to go because there's so many already and some of them are really hurting is there any way to get a maybe we could get a drastically reduced price Mm -hmm. for senior hours it it depends on people's business model the other thing is the, the reason why our fitness center is so popular is because we specifically purchase equipment that is made for people 50 and older so we would also be asking for them to invest in these 
machines that are five to seven thousand dollars each right Right. Mm -hmm. to specifically use this type of equipment and that's the thing that makes it so popular right is that the (laughs) there's no other equipment in town that is like what we have here and so um that's what makes it unique because it it can work for anybody (laughs) it really can work for anybody and so and and it's um, accessible. Um, we're able to remove seats if people have a wheelchair. We, you know, we're able to do different things that a lot of other places do not have access to. So that's what makes it also very popular. It also works really well for people who are in physical therapy because it's set up so that people can do some of the same things in physical Is therapy. There, I guess I don't because the community center's right here, and I swim mm-hmm. over there. Which, by the way, it has a really nice pool. Mm-hmm. It's got a small workout area there now, but is is there anything in that building where we could expand out and use that? Which, by the way, you can always get a parking spot over there. I don't know why, <laughs> and I don't question it. But half the I think people think it's reserved, and it's not. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I th- some of I think it's I think because it's metered too. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah but yeah, that every other thing around here except well the parking garages you're it, paying. It's so Parks and Rec is the thing though, and it's got yeah. its own. It's Parks and Rec. It's, so it's part of Parks and Rec. Yeah. Parks and Rec. So yeah. it's its own division, whereas we are senior center and we're our own right, division. Right, but I'm wondering, so well, I mean, it's both the city and just wondered if they could expand. I'd ask Julie and see she's over. Yeah, could there not be some kind of partnership? You know, I mean, yeah, we we definitely have a meeting tomorrow. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, And, you know, I I think I think we're at the the beginning stages of going what what are options? So um, these are really good suggestions that I definitely can take back to other people who make bigger decisions than I do about what does that look like? Does that take away from other operations if we come in and, you know, because you got to remember it's going to be about space and equipment and access and a lot of other different things during the so. day i would say that's the most under underutilized community oh yeah at night it's it's, it's packed just, in there but right. during the during day, the day you yeah. can go over and swim and nobody's around and none of the rooms are being used i mean mm-hmm. the, i guess well the it is being used because the band from here is over there mm-hmm. The gym, mm-hmm. over there and then you can never find a parking spot yeah they're all over there and they do that what i don't know twice a week three yeah. times a week mm-hmm. but to me it if there was some way to work with them, I mean, they're catty corner from us. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, you're right there. Yeah. You could even do shuttles back and forth. But yeah, I mean, I, I think anything is possible. We are, we definitely are having an interdepartmental uh, meeting for departments that are doing a lot of community outreach pieces tomorrow to be able to talk more about cross collaborations and how do we, you know, if your building is underutilized and our building is overflowing, how do we <laughs> partner together to be able to move some things around because we're we're all in the same organization. So that definitely is conversations that are happening. Just tell her she's creative. She can come up with something. Julie. Oh. <laughs> Um, I agree with you, Linda, but the thing is, I know that having been there also, um, the equipment is, yeah, they would definitely need some equipment for... Yeah, they need it upgraded. um, Yeah. People with wheelchairs, people with... um, Yeah. They do have access. I don't know if that room is big enough to accommodate unless they have another space available. Well, think, but they could, I mean, don't think about what the space is because you can knock walls out. Right. But you've got the gym. Right. That's used, but they could reconfigure that. It's a a space issue. It definitely is a space issue because, you know, the thing is, is what do you take away? Because some of their, I've seen some of their staff offices and they're basically in 
old storage room, <laughs> you know, in some in some situations. So at the at all of our rec centers, it would be a space issue. Where where do so if we move this, do we lose half the gym? If we if we do this, then what? You know what I'm saying? So, I, it definitely is a question. They're going through a facilities master's plan as well. So they can um, add a floor. I can only imagine what that would cost because you're going to have to. Uh, my brain couldn't even do it. <laughs> I mean, they can, it can be done. I've seen people do it, but I mean, I'm sure that's not a cheap alternative. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Given the age of the building and adding to it, yeah. Is there a fraternity or sorority house that needs to go away that we could have? Oh, <laughs> well, I'm oh, not, right. not going to oh. touch that one. Yeah, that, <laughs> I didn't exactly mean it that way. But no, I understand. I understand. I understand. But, uh, uh, but if you have if you have other questions or suggestions or or anything, I just I figured it's just helpful to at least begin the conversation. We're not making any decision right now. We're here. We're committed to being here. We're committed to the master plan process that we're going through. Um, you know, and 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 looking at this building and looking at what our options are. And you know, if we get down that line, then you know, do we need to look at an alternative? Then that's that's a different conversation, and that's going to take more more input from more people. So. Maybe they can tear down a building somewhere so we can just have another parking garage. As much as I don't like parking garages, but we need them. Okay. I hate them. So every time there's going to be public input on parking, I'm going to call you personally <laughs> yeah. and say, um, I'm going to need you to show up at this meeting. <laughs> but you, know, there, it, you know what it is, though? Sometimes we're all thinking about it in this part, and sometimes there's a real – somebody will come up with something that's never even parked downtown, and they'll have this obvious answer on mm -hmm. what to do. Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah. what it is, but – Yeah. Multiple minds to coming it. together, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. hard because I think – after the last plan was put together and we saw the you know outline of each floor we got all excited because it was a real big redesign and it was an upgrade with everything mm -hmm. and then we find out oh well the exterior needs all of this work and it's so expensive yeah. to keep to maintain or like bring a building up to standards to mm -hmm. keep it live a living thing for a long time and so i think probably that's where you're at like oh it's gonna cost this and mm -hmm. we haven't even started thinking about that in that five-year cip you know do we we don't even have that kind of money set aside in the next five years so what are we looking at as far as timeline goes and yeah yeah what we I have feel. and what we need are two yeah. totally different numbers <laughs> yes <laughs> and you know and and the thing is is, is it's also that the city does we didn't know what to request so it's just kind of numbers have been just rolling in there like well we know there's some needs we just don't know what it is so the point of the master plan is to go now i can specifically say i need x y and z you know that's easier for a streets project because why they can kind of get that and put that in there versus the senior center hasn't done a major renovation so we weren't really quite sure <laughs> you know um and and there's once you start building out what it needs you start all the other details start rolling together and you see how you need a comprehensive plan to get it done because i can you know do this piece over here and then completely forget that oh well you know we need to address the electrical issue over there if you're going to address the technology over here you know so it's those things and being really clear about you know what it takes for us to get 
to where we need to be and that it's done in a way that's going to make sense and it's not going to be costly that we have to undo something later to put in something that we knew was coming down the line so that's been my biggest concern i'm like okay that's great it's nice to say we can go floor by floor if we're looking at a plan but in reality you know we have different hvac systems that some of them connect with two floors on one side and one floor on the other side and just only one floor you know so with three different systems it's like well if we're going to address electricity then we have to address all that and then we have to look at what the technology piece need is for that piece you know so it it's complicated oops it's complicated and so but um you know we're all asking the right questions and and i'm, I'm really loving this discussion and the suggestions and definitely something to think about process and talk with the other Once folks about finish the parking garage mm -hmm. how many stalls does that add? oh that'll open a lot <laughs> that'll open a lot of stalls uh well over 100 well over 100 i'm sure but will that be enough especially since you know university kids use it which yeah i i, I think I, the issue is when it opens back up the reason why you see full a lot is because they have to accommodate for people who are parking passes already so it was saying full to the oh, public so but if you already really have your parking be. pass you oh, can go in that with your parking sense. pass even when it's full so they have to accommodate for folks who work here and are you know work downtown and but they have a pass here right. or you know um and so it, it that's what it's addressing that's why it's always kind of in a state of being full because anybody with a parking pass if you're paying for a parking pass you should have access to be able to come in no matter what. it's just going to be limited it's, right now it's limited um right now so okay i'm gonna be quiet because <laughs> i didn't chat it way too much <laughs> but you uh, chatted just the right amount and gave a lot of good know. information thank yes, you so much yes. yeah because it helps us understand also yeah absolutely down the line and what we need to look at and yeah and i'll try to give you shorthand because like the documents are <laughs> so many pages oh, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure when um we have this meeting to discuss this mm -hmm. uh will you have kind of a pro and con list for us to look at um we definitely can uh, put that down to make sure that we have uh, i think that would be helpful as yeah. a starting point for discussion that's a good oh, idea. That's a good idea. Remember yeah, because there's buildings. so many things to Remember think about. Yeah, it's, it's lots of pieces. That would help, I think, yeah. generate okay. ideas with artifacts. Makes sense. And we I'm sure you'll have together. a public input. You know, yeah, I, I mean, we probably won't by then, point. right? We won't by then, but we'll we'll definitely right. have But to. in the future, as yeah. you, and then the Friends of the Center are doing their, you said, capital campaign evaluation yeah. about what kind of money they think they can bring in. That'll help inform us about what we have mm -hmm. to spend essentially yeah. and so all of that will come together at some point next year yeah and you know and you know we're gonna once we find some finalized numbers then it'll also help us with applying for grants and i mean that's gonna be limitations yeah. right we're not gonna get a 10 million dollar grant that's, that's probably not a thing but um you know there may be some op opportunities for historic renovation it could be some opportunities for um older adult facilities i mean it, it could be some opportunities out there a lot of times funding comes with programming more than it comes with actual physical uh building uh updates but 
it's out there. They're out there. It's just the competition's high. Well, and that's where the new position comes in probably too. Yes. You need another person to, this grant writing is time yes. consuming and then managing that. Yeah. Just a lot of that stuff is just time consuming. None of you guys have time for that. Yeah. I can't imagine. I can, yeah. You no. barely have time we're, enough we're to spread, do what you're doing. We're spread a little thin <laughs> yeah. and adding this master plan on top of things <laughs> definitely has, you know, stretches a tiny bit. Yeah. So. <laughs> Awesome. I have a question for you. Yeah, it, sure. When you were first talking, you said something about $29 million available. Oh, no, I said $1.9. Okay, I thought that was... Yeah, no, twenty. I thought, man, why are we... We wouldn't have here? this Ooh. conversation if we had $29 <laughs> yeah. million. <laughs> we would be done. I wouldn't even told done. you guys. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're just going to those pay. gyms for everybody in yeah. Iowa yeah. City, no. Corville. We, we wouldn't even have this conversation. Everybody get a gym. You get a gym. You get a gym. You get a gym. <laughs> Either that or we're just <laughs> taking back your building down because we need a parking ramp. Right. We, we can't uh, knock down the store. We can do a whole bunch we, we more stuff with 29 million. Floating parking ramp above us. Exactly. Right? With right. a swimming pool. the historical yeah. building. Honestly, we have that much room. We could buy that lot over there, too. True. With some programming in there, too. Buy the bank. Buy the bank. Buy the bank. Yeah, I like that. It'd be nice to win the lottery. Yeah. Donate all your money to the senior center. Oh. There we go. I don't even see that, but okay. Okay. Maybe trust it. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Does anybody have any more questions for Latasha about the programming update or building update? Not about that. No. Awesome. All right, let's move on to agenda item number five, commission discussion, which we've had a lot of discussion already about this, but senior center master plan. Um, I don't really have anything to add. We've kind of had an outline from Latasha about the timeline that that's gonna undertake. And you know, now that we're working with OPN um, and they're working still on getting that presentation ready and it'll be before us in December sometime, you think. Um, and then we'll talk more about that uh, the following year. All right, so the next item is Senior Center Month Proclamation, which was which I went uh, to the City Council and accepted in September, early September, and it's here. It hasn't been in this building until uh, after the month of September, which is National Senior Center Month, so sorry about that. Um, but that was um, pretty simple and easy. That was an interesting meeting day, though. They had other things on the agenda that were really quite interesting to listen to. So if you can get to a city council meeting, I that was kind of interesting. Um, anybody have any questions about the proclamation? Should, do, I, do I need to read it or anything like that? We're good? Uh, we're good. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you for volunteering. Don't. You can read it. It's here and you it'll stay here and you guys can take a look at it. We appreciate your efforts. Yes. We, we will. Oh, yeah. I, I did a, a little, you know, three-minute speech, but they had a, a, quite the agenda, so I just kept it pretty simple. Uh, the next item is Board of Supervisors presentation, and I have scheduled us to speak at the Board of Johnson County Board of Supervisors meeting on November 3rd. Um, oh, what time? I think it's 9 o'clock. Hold on. Sorry about that. Um, I need to have the presentation ready to go by next Friday. So I brought, I kind of started working on an outline of things that I'm going to talk about to the board. Yes, nine o'clock on November Wednesday, November third. It'll be me and Latasha, I believe. Correct. 
And Kristen, are you coming or no? Well, I don't not. remember. Probably okay. Not, based on uh, our staffing in the building right now. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just, I couldn't remember who. And I, any of you are welcome to come as well, as long as we don't have a quarum. When is it? Uh, the 3rd of... Yeah, Wednesday, November 3rd at 9 a.m. at the Johnson County Administration Building, 855 South Dubuque Street. Four or less or three or less? Three or less, right? Yes, three or less. And uh, I was reminded that we are not able to... um, ask for any money at this particular meeting. I know that the Board of Supervisors gives a grant under their umbrella of their livable or um, quality, uh, quality of life granting process um, to the uh, to the center every year. So, But we can't exactly ask for money at this time. That's an application process that happens a little bit further down the road, but it's a good idea to kind of get in front of that, talk about what we've been doing for the last two years, since it's been two years since I've wow. done this presentation for them. Um, they're giving me 15 minutes, probably because last time I talked for like 45 minutes about how awesome <laughs> Latasha did. and Kristen and everybody here is, <laughs> and I had a really long presentation, so they've limited me awesome. <clears throat> to 15 slides in 15 minutes. So um, I have just started working on an outline about what I will talk about quickly to them, um, and I just I'm going to run down the list that I've kind of worked on today and and afterwards let me know if I'm missing anything, okay? So I'll start off kind of talking about the center in generalities, things like um, what their classes are broken down into, so wellness, social, community engagement, lifelong learning, and that they, you know, the function of the center for Johnson County residents, um, as well as Iowa City residents, but you know, we're talking to the Board of Supervisors, so we need to appeal to what you know we do for county residents so i'm gonna kind of spin it that way um i will mention the vacancies on the commission uh i know that the majority of the group two of the three people have to be iowa city residents but i live in oxford so there's one person that's appointed by you guys but you apply through the application process in iowa city to fill in my spot and then you guys decide whether or not that person is the vacancy for the county rep um so i'll talk a little bit about just reminding them that there's vacancies existing Mm -hmm. Uh, i would do want to start off by touching on um late 2019 so taking off from the last time i spoke to them and early 2020 so before the pandemic the things that latasha was doing and Kristen and everybody here who's amazing so they had worked on the new vision statement at that time uh the public policy center survey just happened right before the pandemic so i'll talk a little bit about that she started uh the capital improvement project um process uh, by hiring that first group to do the first master plan um, that we had, uh, kind of talking about what they were going to look at. Um, We worked on a t-shirt. Do you guys remember all the way back to there? Um, (laughs) I know, it's been a while. Uh, 
there was an update on the this so the one year anniversary of the simple and free pantry exchange happened about that time <clears throat> so i'll do kind of an update about at that point and this point you know all of the successes with the pantry um and there was um, an emergency preparedness awareness event with public health so so talking a little bit about the partnerships that were made right before the pandemic hit and then the pandemic and so i want to talk about really the steps latasha and everybody here has taken to keep everybody safe in our community yet keep connected to everybody so to continue that vision statement even though we had to close down so um, talking about all the phone calls that were made, um, making sure people had access to services, making sure people had the technology set up so that they could participate still. Um, she began the virtual coffee with the coordinator. Are you still doing that? Uh, no. We're no? Not that. Okay. But we're that not. still happened, and you yeah. reached out to people. <laughs> we're going to say it. <laughs> you had the uh, cor coronavirus chat line with the rehab and counselor edu education students um, to make sure you kept, you know, people kept um, in contact if they felt isolated and um, they needed someone to talk to. You started the Give Back Garden, I think that's what it's called. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, summer. That started this summer. Yeah. This summer it mm -hmm. started. Um, and that was added to the pantry. I know that that was kind of a comment that was made from this group, you know, fresh fruits and veggies in the pantry. And you, you know, you take, you listen to those things and you take it and you make it happen. So I appreciate that. Um, the vaccination clinics, this will be a big one. I know Latasha and I worked on that together. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a really great group of people who met regularly to talk about vac vaccines and getting the word out and getting people access to them, whether they had transportation barriers, language barriers, financial barriers, you know, I don't know documentation barriers, barriers all of those barriers, barriers. In general. <laughs> uh, technology barrier was a big one you know with people not being able to log into hy-vee and book their appointment you know there's a lot of people that weren't able to do that so um gaps and community needs to so the peer meetings that you attended with me which was really helpful um and the things that continued during the pandemic that never you know took a break so ship counseling never took a break um, you still kept the tax program going, right? No, we didn't keep the tax oh, program going um, because, uh, uh, yeah, that we didn't. We were able to re try to refer people. To, on, did you refer to people like to Vita or whatever? To different things. Oh, okay. Some of those programs all kind of shut down because okay. they were required to be in person because of signatures. Make a so. note about that. Yeah. Thank you. We tried. We definitely tried, and we we did a lot of work trying to find solutions for people and where we could send people instead so yeah yep cool well trail continued and was a helpful partner in a couple of things like the mm -hmm. mask pro program so partnering with people was helpful and they're still here the visiting nurses is now back and mm -hmm. running and going yeah. and you know all that stuff is still you know here and they have a space for you know services the master plan process you know you got you had to restart over again so mm. yes. but that still happened and you got some things done in the building that you could do when people weren't in it which is probably good mm -hmm. um and you did a couple things like the the floor numbering changes um you moved the reception desk downstairs all of that stuff 
Uh, you still, so I have a few numbers that Kristen sent me. We've been emailing this week um, about all of the types of events that you guys, or classes you held. So 26 wellness in the last fiscal year, 22 social, 27 community engagement, 102 lifelong learning virtual classes, which is amazing. Actually, As, you wouldn't believe that the number is significantly smaller than what we normally, <laughs> you wouldn't believe it, it. I, it. You wouldn't believe it. I know. And 90 it, programs it, like yeah. that every three, every three to four months. It's just incredible. I know. So it, it was a significant shift in number down from regular operating in person what you can do here, but it still is yeah, it's impressive. amazing number. And the emails that you guys kept kept up and the mailings started back up again which is you know so everything is is falling back into place and your projections for next year are back up right the numbers are back up to kind of normal so um keep on going i appreciate all your work on that um the 40th birthday party i'll mention mm -hmm. that it was covid conscious and safe and well attended yeah um, um, you adopted the equity standard. Did that? Did the language in that get changed? All um, I might email I, you and ask. Uh, it's something I have to bring back to you okay. all. I I didn't think people were opposed to it. I mm -mm. I think it was just kind of like, oh okay. <laughs> um, we are working on um, the equity board. Will be right here in this hallway. So awesome. Um, you'll be able to see more thing cultural appreciation type things out there in the hallway. Awesome. Starting I really, next month, I think. Yeah, and I noticed that the number of um, activities that you guys did in classes that really touched on diversity um, mm. appreciation and other culture appreciation was shot up significantly in three in two years. So it went from like eight to thirty yeah. or something like that. So I appreciate that really that work too. It's really important. Um, and I'll talk a little bit about how you did the phased reopening and, and you wanted to make sure it was safe and people were comfortable coming back into the building. So, you know, that you did the survey with the teachers and and talked to them whether they wanted to stay virtual or were really eager to come back in person and, you know, really modified it to the comfort level of the people who are teaching because that's important. That's your intellectual capital there that they're sharing with you and with all of us. So keeping them safe is important. Um, and then for fiscal year 22, so current fiscal year and continuing that facility master plan stuff, um, I'll mention the Friends of the Center feasibility study for the capital campaign. So that's, so the Board of Supervisors as somebody who used to work for them, they like it when you can supplement or use funds that you get to leverage other funds. Mm -hmm. So if you're not out there doing the educate the community educational part about the things you bring to the community, if you're not, you know, going out to the community for support financially, um, or, you know, rah-rah support too, we'll take that, um, or spreading the word, then then they're a little bit more hesitant about just handing you money. So they want to see you to see you do things with it. Um, so the friends of the center, just the work that they do is important um, as well. And then, yeah, there's just, um, yeah, that you're spending a little more also on uh, instructor fees in the next, next fiscal year. So you can bring in paid um, instructors and kind of some cool stuff. I'm sure that that's going to be used towards. So there, that was my outline so far. 
Anybody have anything to add? That I only get 15 minutes to say all of this. So. I'm going to be curious to see how much of that you actually get in there then. 15 minutes. Yeah. 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 Well, we may need to combine. We may need yeah. to. Might need to condense. We may we may skip a just year a and bit. just highlight one or two things. Five points. Yeah, there might there will be a presentation. There'll be pictures and stuff. I won't no, need to we'll like hit, describe. We'll it. hit highlights. We'll yeah. hit highlights and. Um, I think one thing that's really important that I, I care about, this is the social worker in me, is that um, we work really hard to make sure that cost is not something that is prohibiting people from participating. So one thing that I'm, I'm working on that doesn't exist just yet is to have, um, uh, to expand our scholarship program um, to be able to provide art kits and different things like that so that if people want to part, they might get a discount on a class or the class is free because we're covering it with our friends' dollars. But if they don't have the equipment, <laughs> um, then, you know, that's not great, right? So it's like we can have this class and we can say, okay, we got the cost down to zero, but do you have the paint brushes? Do you have the paint? So just trying to... Um, find ways when there are certain classes that require materials that are not included in the classroom cost to be able to provide low to no cost kits to go with those classes because we, you know, looking at it, you're like, yeah, I can reduce this, but you can't participate. So mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like the kid that gets to go on the basketball team, but he can't afford new <coughs> the tennis shoes, right? So it's like, well, let's just go ahead and pay for the tennis shoes so you can fully participate. So we're working on that too. Um, I'm always looking at ways that we can cut costs. I know that our older adults, everyone's funds ain't flowing the same way. And so um, definitely looking into that. I mean, it, it, it kind of comes off of that simple and free pantry of, you know, really being really conscious that low cost, no cost uh, programming and, 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 and needs are real. Um, those that can afford it, we love that. It's helpful for us. But those who do not still should have the same access to. Yeah, and programs. I think I do have the spread of numbers about what free programs and open to everybody and the fact that it kind of extended outside of Johnson County mm -hmm. because people were able to attend virtually. I know we've talked about that a lot in this yeah. group is excitement at the number of people who are able to participate and not be isolated now because of the virtual programming and then continuing that on after you come back so those people can still have connections mm -hmm. that they've newly made. You don't want to rip that from them. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I appreciate all the free programming that came out of the pandemic. It's I mean, I know you're doing it before. Too, yeah, of course, but, of yeah, course. Lots of free pro programming. Before. I think it was just more highlighted because it was like mm -hmm. you can stay at home and it's free. Just click yeah. on this, <laughs> click on this link, and surprise, you get to meet you know 40 new friends. So yeah. um, that's been really great. I love that. All right. That's. But uh, can I ask a question? Sure. Um, who decides, because it sounds like you definitely need somebody helping you, just listening to all the <laughs> We do a couple things around here. Yeah, um, but who decides that? Is that part of what this board tomorrow that you're talking to? Or so that, you know. So who decides, add, like, cost? No, who decides if you can add an, another person? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a budgetary issue, so that would be city council. 
and I, I'm just turning in my request. <laughs> I, I, I have an actual meeting with um, the actual like finance department, city manager folks in a couple weeks. So we're going to prepare a presentation for for that. But right now, tomorrow, I just need to turn in all my paperwork. Actually, we turned it in already. We're Most close. of it. We're 98 <laughs> percent. It's due tomorrow. We're 98 percent. Um, I mean, just listening to all of that, that would be a good, you know, Mm -hmm. Some of the, those points would be great to add as to the, the why the need. Why the need for another full-time staff person, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. Sometimes it's like, you get all that done with the people you got? That's yeah. real good. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, you'll just have to learn to do more with less. Yeah. That's, I hate that sound. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like life of a social worker, honestly. <laughs> it's well, like, oh. Nurse, yeah, you understand. Right. Yeah. 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 Of all people right now. We we create programs out of magical dollars that don't exist, usually out of our own pockets. <laughs> yep. So. Yeah, so the budgetary process begins about this time for the next fiscal year. So that's FY23. Yeah, so so that we're just starting to, it yeah. too. So she's requesting something, somebody that might start July 1st, 2022. Oh, okay. So you're asking for the money to be added to your budget for next year, and then they approve the budget. You know, they work on the budget in January, February, and then they approve it in March, and then it gets published to the state. And then it's a much longer process to, yeah. to oh, develop the well, job course, description and to go through the... <laughs> yeah. And then the job search starts. Right, right. Any of that union, non-union, like, it, 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 by the time we would get around to it, it would be December, January of the next year. Which they actually like when you plan for a December, January start, because then you only have half of the cost of Fiscal the salary to year. budget for. Yes. <laughs> and then you worry, push it off and the following year to worry about that full yeah salary so it's a process yeah. it's government moves a little <laughs> glacial sometimes no, no, and I, I, <laughs> I know you know especially working with the vna yeah i know you know Nonprofits, governments all those slow process yeah. but you you also understand the check and checks and balances in it you too also so fill out extra forms <laughs> yes, it will. It will create lots of documents yeah. for us to create. <laughs> but transparency is so important. It is Documenting really important. that stuff is so important. Yeah. So I do a lot of that work in North Liberty, just pushing out things like our, where we're at in our strategic plan and just letting people know that we think about things and spending the money really conscientiously. Yeah. And we hem and haw over every dollar, really. Yeah. <laughs> and when things don't get done, it's, you know more costly to do it two years later because it's more expensive and it's even worse shape and all that jazz so indeed yeah all right well i will be and latasha will be there november 3rd if people want to join us maybe email Kristen and let her know and she'll let us know um yeah as long as the whole board doesn't show up it'll be fine <laughs> oh, oh oh yeah oops <laughs> Okay. Um, commissioner's report of community correspondence. So we added this a couple months ago. I, I know some of you weren't here. Um, if you want to bring up anything, now we can't have a discussion about it because it's not actually written out on the agenda that we're going to discuss it. But you can bring up things that you heard in the community or that you want to bring up to the group and just mention and make a comment about it. So this was kind of an um, 
the spot where as we start talking about things, if we start thinking about things that aren't on the agenda that we might want to bring up, this is the time to do it. And we are all tired and ready to go. <laughs> Future agenda items. So things that we want to have put on uh, the December me or the November meeting agenda. That would be November 18th at 4 p.m. And it'll be here. Yeah, I, I, um, if it's possible, sorry, I know this is you all's discussion, but um, actually um, we had one other board member resign, so it'll be actually an additional spot that will be open. So on the next agenda, just having some discussion of recruitment, yeah. of getting more people, because we'll be down, we'll be definitely under our number that we need for January um, to be able to make any decisions, which would not be good, uh, given that we have such a heavy lift um, potentially here with the building discussions so yeah and i know that if you serve one term you can reapply for a second yes. term yes and serve two terms in a row but then you have to be done after that correct yeah. and you have to have a break in yep. between yep. so i know you, maybe you you're on your second term now right yep she's yeah. finishing okay six years and are now. you on your second term I am. oh yeah you are yeah. Yep. Was first. Okay. Well, you can reapply and come back for three years. You know. And so could you. I know. Latasha Actually, says she needs can us. Can you? Can you reapply? Yeah. Or could you have? Yeah, to she be can reapply as a county rep. At the end of can, at end of three, you can. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought it was after. Or at, at the end of three years, you can reapply for a second three-year term. Oh, yeah. Okay. You, so, have, yeah. You, you still have to be reappointed, but yeah, you I can know. apply. Yeah. Just and, and they're more likely to if you're an incumbent with the time to you know. Anyway, it's just um, any other agenda items that we want to discuss. I know that there was one point where we were talking, and this might also mesh in with the discussion about recruitment, but we, I would love to know what kind of networks that we're all a part of that mm. maybe we could bring you know, awareness or connect with the center. So we had talked about at one point talking about that. Um, you know, reaching out to like Rotary or, you know, doing presentations to the groups that were involved in about the center and about the needs of the center, um, doing some promo stuff. So I mean, maybe we could talk about bringing that idea back now that we're starting to meet in person again, places um, that might help. Mm -hmm. Anybody else? All right. And it is 512 and I call this adjourned.